welcome back to Sapphic Survivor Guide. We are happy to be queer to answer your questions. I'm Gina. I'm Sev. And I'm Cheyenne. And class is now in session. And today we are covering homoerotic friendships. And um, just for the listener, I did text our little group chat earlier um, asking about us recording. And I said, are we still recording homo friends? And I was just abbreviating the front uh, the, the title and they <laughs> thought I was calling them my homo friends. So maybe that's what we're going to call our listeners, our homo friends. Hi, homo, homo friends. friends. And I just want to oh. specify that was me that thought that. Because yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> well, well, I do have to come clean and say when I first read it, I did think that's what she was saying, (laughs) but then I got it shortly after before texting back and then Cheyenne said it and I did make fun of her a little bit, (laughs) but I did make the same mistake at first. (laughs) And can't say I'm surprised. Do we want to define um, homoerotic friendships first before we launch into maybe a little stories about our own and then answer the question? Oh, we get the Google definition up or I think we're going to this. Google, Wikipedia, (laughs) whatever you you want to find one. Incredible source. You know what I love to Google? What about Urban Dictionary? One says the term homoerotic was first used by Vic Vicinus to describe close friendships between women in residential educational communities in England during the late 19th mm. and early 20th centuries. Mm. Homoerotic was first mm. used to describe lesbians. Why? I wonder why not men? Like, what is the distinction there? I feel like there, it has some erotic sapphic. Yeah, That's I guess. Like, I feel like there's some misogyny roots with that one. Like, I don't know. Like there's girls some... can't handle it. You know, you never know. But yeah, mm-hmm. from 1880 to 1960, this is a thing called homoerotic friendship mm-hmm. in college principles. But mm-hmm. um, then there's that, another thing. Basically, like, girls figure out, figuring out their sexuality in college. Like, that whole fucking a trope. Of, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this is another one that I love. So the, the question under it yeah, says, yeah. can you have a romantic friendship? And it says a romantic friendship, passionate friendship, or affectionate friendship is a very close, but typically non-sexual relationship between friends, often, often involving a degree of physical closeness beyond that, which is common in contemporary Western societies. But mm. then it's a, just an old timey picture of two ladies, like taking their portrait together. Oh, I thought you were going to say like taking their tops off. And I was like, that's a bit more than just that friendship. No, but like. Gay. It all sounds very gay. gay. It's yeah. gay. Also, like, you know how the more you click questions, the more they come up. There's another one. How do you know if it's love or friendship? Well, if you're gay, you don't know. Oh, and that's what gosh. we're going to talk about today. <laughs> I was going to define in simple terms a homoerotic friendship to be more than a friendship, less than friends with benefits. So like friends with tension. Yeah. yeah. Happy tension. Good tension. That. According to Reddit, someone said it's kind of like a same sex friendship, which is very close and intimate and others normally think you're dating mm-hmm. because there okay, is that yeah. tension there and other people are getting the vibe yeah, that you won't like is admit is there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hot. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I had a lot of looking back a lot of my friendships were very homoerotic but I didn't know that yeah I remember you talking about the one girl you kept calling it a fruity friendship which I actually really like that term and I think that's the same as homoerotic friendship yeah me and my fruity friend we yeah I mean everyone thought we were dating looking back I definitely had friends that I had crushes on but like I know what you mean because I feel like there were people or like girls specifically that I was like, she is so cool. But like looking back, I'm like, oh no, that was a yeah. on you. Like that's yeah. exactly what that was. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned before my friend from high school, um, 
that was so homoerotic. Like we, I mean, we like got drunk and like made out on her roof. She used to like use this like tanning lotion and I would like literally help her put it on. Like it was so, that's that's like the uh, modern equivalent of like lacing up the back of a corset, like in the period piece. For real. (laughs) For real. Cause it was like 2008, 2010 around there. (laughs) <laughs> that's so funny so that um never really developed into anything more than the makeouts or no I wish actually us <laughs> like hooking up we, okay I shouldn't call it a hookup because it was so pg like we like touched boobs it was hardly even that but like after we like drunkenly made out our like friendship kind of faded and I feel like it was because attention was like too awkward for her but I was like yeah Who cares? let's do it again whatever yeah <laughs> yeah Shine, do you um I do have a story wanna- I would yeah, like do you to want to tell me before we get into the questions. Yeah. So I actually have two. I realized recently that I'm pretty sure I had a crush on one of my friends in high school who I don't know how she identifies, but she I think is engaged to a woman. And I told my best friend recently that I felt like there was some like kind of gay tension between us like back in the day, mm-hmm. like looking back on it. And she was like, honestly, I felt that with her too. Um, and then the other mm-hmm. homoerotic story was about said best friend. I've mentioned this before about how when we were in middle school, her mom was like, like you guys spend a lot of time together. People are going to think you're dating. And I think she like yeah. prefaced it with like asking if we were together or something. And I actually texted my best friend and I told her we were recording this tonight. <laughs> um, I like mentioned it and I was like, honestly, like your mom probably was right. Like I probably did have a crush on you, but I like didn't have like the words for it at, or like the knowledge or like the mm-hmm. comfort with myself at the time. And she was like, honestly, same. And I was like, oh, I'm honored to be able to crush on each other. And I was just <laughs> telling my girlfriend about how, about that conversation last night and about um, how this friend, she like got her first like long-term boyfriend when we were in like eighth grade and when they first started dating or actually probably most of their relationship I remember being so jealous and I thought it was because I like had a crush on him but I think it's because I was like he's taking her away from me and I think that's like a common theme in like homoerotic friendships where you're like jealous of the partner Mm -hmm. yeah so (laughs) yeah I was like so funny it clicked or I'm just like willing to admit it to myself now (laughs) but (laughs) yeah yeah but um okay so this question this person said chow how do I stop forming homoerotic attachments with every person of my sex that's nice to me and I think if you have like (laughs) tendency to have like poor boundaries maybe or like idealize people or just like be open to things because I think there's like a good way to be open to things and then there's like kind of a more harmful way I feel like part of it is like when you're gay and then you know someone else is gay there's automatically like a what if even Mm -hmm. if it's just like for a second only because our dating pool is like inherently smaller whereas you know straight people everyone that they see that's the opposite sex they can just assume is like an option unless they're taken whereas like we have another factor to add on to that so then I think it's like there's already this implied like there could be something between us mm-hmm. and then it probably doesn't ever like always end up like that. But I don't know. I think there's like something to just being like, oh, you're gay. I'm gay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey. yeah. And I feel like with queer women specifically, there's like the stereotype that we like are misreading each other's like cues and signals yeah. and stuff. So I feel like it's easy to be like, oh, am I like picking up on that? Like, is that is that real or you know are they just being nice you know like what where's the 
<laughs> Where's the line? the line? Actually, this sort of happened with my best friend, like, yeah, less than a year ago. And I was like, do you have a crush on me? Like, just like some of the things you're doing and saying, like telling me like no girl will ever be enough for me. Like, I feel like you like me. Yeah. And she was like, no, I don't. And then like a month later, it like shit like that kept happening. And I was like, dude, are you sure you don't have a crush on me? <laughs> so I was well, like, okay, I'm done. I'm done asking. <laughs> okay. I just want to clarify with my friend. I did not I don't like her like that like I didn't want to date her but I was like I love my friend and if being with me is what will make her happy I'm happy to do that for her. <laughs> so like and I literally had these conversations where she was like yeah. I was like I do was I like, date her like I don't want to yeah, but I want her to be I was happy like, and if it's with me are you like into her and oh she my was gosh like, she was like no but if it would make her happy I love her so much yeah I, I will do, do that it. for her <laughs> yeah well, so I feel I know I'm such a can- and she's a cancer moon so it's just like we're the, kind of similar in that way <laughs> I don't know like, if there's a way to stop other than maybe with having that conversation with yeah. them and if they reject you like you have to do your best to like move on especially like well what if it's kind of easier if you have actually people. date them you just like have attachments like I don't I mean, think there's so many layers to homoerotic that's true I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with having attachments if neither of you are like pursuing it and you're not like getting jealous or like being controlling like what's what's the harm in it if it's not hurting anyone like if you don't have a partner if it's not if they don't have a partner if it's not hurting either of you like what's the, the harm? harm could be in like how it progresses if someone does like get your hopes up I yeah. guess but it's like if you don't want to date them like what are your hopes for or like even if I don't you know don't like sleep with them I don't know it's like a very it is very layered like what how is it harming you and how is it just like a fun flirty little thing like yeah. is it like actually hurting your your life and your relationships and your relationship with that person or is it like fun, fun and like sexy or like I don't know yeah. yeah I feel like it it just depends on the specific situation um how to stop it uh focus on everyone's flaws <laughs> that's a good way <laughs> look at everyone and be like Ew, I don't like the way you chew or like <laughs> you laugh too loud or something. Yeah, um, and then yeah. like you won't form those attachments because you'll see them more as human instead of like an idealized version of them that you're putting them on a pedestal. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. So then the next question, how do you talk about this without making your friend feel uncomfortable if they end up not feeling the same way? Dun, dun, dun. I think it really depends on the question or like the person in question because yeah. like, are they going to stop being your friend because you say you have a crush on them or like say that you feel like they have a crush on you? Like maybe that wasn't a very solid friendship to begin with or yeah, like knowing them as a friend, you have to know how to like how they how respond and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, so have either of you been on the other side of a, like, I guess one-sided homoerotic friendship where you knew the other person was into you but you just want to stay friends so you just like yeah no that's just you Cheyenne who has that problem I actually for rubbing it in. no problem. I was gonna say I <laughs> I used to have a co-worker who yeah that's what I was gonna say mine was a co-worker who like wanted who to was fuck dating. me and I didn't want to fuck her and we matched on tinder like as friends and I was like no. I have an old co-worker who is now dating <laughs> Cheyenne's ex-girlfriend yeah. And she used to flirt with me all the time. Well, we're kind of talking about this already. <laughs> will they ever want it to be more, you know? So that's, I guess, what you're kind of asking is, will, yeah, she, she, will she ever want that? Yes. How do you handle it? Mm-hmm. I kind of, well, like, she would, like, flirt with me all the time and stuff. And I'd just be like, 
this is funny, silly, a joke. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> she'd be like, does no, it it's count not. as homoerotic like, if it's one-sided though? Like if one person's not really feeling it and the other like is like kind of into them, but like the other's not like. Probably not. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so either. Well, I mean, another question that we got, how don't you fall in love? I ended up dating them. Because it is a delicate balance between crush, mm-hmm. wanting more. The thing is, if it's like homoerotic and it, you know, you're like dancing around this idea of it, it could be a good thing. Like that we're not, we're not saying that it's not a good thing. So asking how don't you fall in love? Like, what's so bad about that? Yeah, my cancer placements, I was going to say, like, what's wrong with that? As someone <laughs> I mean, who loves dating people that she's friends with first. <laughs> Like that's the Word. only time I've ever friends like to lovers. dated people is yeah is when I've been like really good friends with them first and then it just like turns into more and yeah I don't think that's a bad thing I think it's like probably the best case scenario mm-hmm. in this situation either like you both get over it or you like and it fizzles out but you can can maintain the friendship or it turns into more and then it's more it does suck to lose a friend I know that a lot mm-hmm. of people's holding back from that is like losing the friendship and I've been there sure. I had a, a best friend for five years growing up that I lost uh because we ended up dating mm-hmm. but like as Hillary Duff in a it Cinderella sucks. story said never let the fear of striking out keep you from playing keep the fucking playing game the- exactly wow. and I think that <laughs> like especially being an adult that's like a Wayne Gretzky quote but no yeah, Hillary Duff. <laughs> yeah maybe if it's that homoerotic and there's that much tension y'all just need to work some things out of your system it's more of a loss to never act on it and then just like spend the rest of your life wondering like the what ifs like fucking act on it the what ifs i'd rather at the end of your life the what ifs are are going to haunt you not be like losing that friendship like at least you still got to have that experience with that person even if yeah and who says it's gonna end badly and that you're not gonna be able to like still be their friend Mm -hmm. and you know some people try it out and then they're like actually this ain't for us and then Mm -hmm. they're back to normal you know like for me I think it's worth it yeah so going off of that though like maybe you have this like homoerotic tension with them but you don't want to date them you don't want to like be happily ever after maybe you just want to like be friends with benefits and that was another question we got how do I initiate a friends with benefits situation with my homoerotic friend I've had a lot of friends with benefits honestly a lot Mm -hmm. And I think the most important thing is like, if you want a successful friend with benefit, it has to be somebody that, you know, you don't actually want to date, like, not like, oh, I could see myself dating them. No, my friends with benefits, they were not going to be my partners, Yeah, but we were going to have amazing sex and they were my buddy. And I I didn't hate spending time with them. They just were not somebody I was going to like bring to my family holidays and like, Mm-hmm. I, no, that just like, wasn't going to happen. Um, so it's like a boundary thing too. Like mm-hmm. there's certain things you don't do with your friends with benefits because that's like yeah. relationship territory. Mm-hmm. So you just like figure out where that line is for you and don't cross it. And it's easy not to cross that line. If you, like I said, no, it's somebody you're not going to really date. Yeah. I think another, um, thing to remember with the friends with benefits is like, you want someone who is actually going to be your friend with benefits. Yeah. Like not just like we fuck, they kind of treat me like shit because they assume like friends with benefits means, you know, I get to use you for your body and nothing else. Like you actually yeah. like, obviously don't delve in like date territory, but like you still want to like hang out with them and like be cordial and like respect each other. And I feel like so many people who are friends with benefits and they think like, 
that person has a body part it's that I can use whenever sex. I want yeah. and I get to treat them like shit. And, and if I, if I'm nice to them, that's implying that I want more. So I can't be nice to them. Like, but Which it's like, just, they yeah, should at I mean, least respect you. Like the friendship part is the best part. Like I've had sex with friends before and we're still friends because yeah. we were genuinely friends and they were like nice people and not shit, like pieces of shit. Not that I haven't had sex with or like friends with benefit situations with shitty people, but like speaking from experience, if they're nice to you, like outside of the bedroom, still keep fucking them. But if not, no, word. not a good friends benefit situation. Like going into how do I initiate that in a homoerotic friendship? Well, I'm thinking like in our if definition of a homoerotic friendship, you don't really know. Yeah. I don't know. I think initiating it, just be like, Hey, like I want to, like, we should be friends with benefits. Like I'm feeling it. Like it kind of seems like you're feeling, yeah, send, send them that song. <laughs> oh, that's um, but like, honestly, I just be like, I like, I guess it depends on who you are as a person because like, I don't really what like if- to have sex with strangers. So I'm like, Hey, like I want to have mm. sex, but like, I'm not dating anyone. But like, I'd also don't want to hook up with a stranger. So maybe you and I could hook up. Like, that's probably depending on the person. On the other side of it, some people do get weird about that. Yeah. What if you just phrased it as like, hey, I want a friends with benefits. Um, The spot is open. Would you be interested in applying? Yeah. Yeah. Send me your resume and three uh, references that if I can you call. feel the role isn't best suited for you, it's okay. You can see that. Yeah, I like that. That's kind of fun and it's kind of like joking. Yeah. But it then, like, if they joke back and you're not sure if they're like serious, be like, no, but really, like, I'm serious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that. That's fun. I need to know and I will search for to fill the position elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Send me your LinkedIn. <laughs> like, business <laughs> transactions. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. I love that. Okay. Um, why don't we take a little break here? And then when we get back, we can talk a little bit more about boundaries. That yeah. might be an interesting conversation. Cool. <laughs> All right. And we are back. This next question is, how does one set boundaries? I've been hurt by this dynamic so many times. When should you cut off this dynamic? It can hurt you just because I think it's like longing for something you want, you can't have. And so like, Mm -hmm. it depends on where the line is, because if you are, I think like this question almost answers itself. I feel like if you are hurt, that's when you should cut it off. If it's not fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It should be fun. And so if it's not, it's time to be like, no, something's got to change here. If it's like, if you are hurting, especially if you feel like you can't communicate and be like, Hey, like we can't do this or like, I can't sleep over like certain things if you can't communicate with that that with them then maybe it's better to just like cut it all off instead of like trying to like avoid the conversation and like dance around certain things like I think you could maybe have like a conversation and get rid of the hurtful parts of the dynamic but like yeah if you can't have the conversation especially or if you have the conversation nothing changes that's when you have to like set that boundary and like extract yourself from the situation or be like we're not holding hands anymore. We're not kissing when we're drunk anymore. Like that can't happen. Yeah. This is too messy for me. Um, yeah. yeah. Just start setting boundaries. And then if the boundaries can't be respected or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. You're out of here. <laughs> Three strikes, you're out. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's a good rule of thumb. Th- not to thrum. get too uh, straight up in here talking about sports. but uh, Wayne Gretzky. And you are out, baby. Softball's is- gay. League of yeah. Their own. Yeah, true. Yeah, this is the I'm softball. about softball. So. So, how do you navigate homoerotic friendships when you get into a monogamous relationship? That's spicy. Mm. Uh, 
I would like to hear Gina's perspective on yeah, this as a non-monogamous person. I know you're not like actively doing anything, but like it's like a different like mindset than like a monogamous couple. Like I feel like monogamous is like, why is your friend doing that? Or like, don't kiss your friends or whatever. But then like when you're not monogamous, it's like more of like fair game, I guess. Or like, I mean, to, to be fair, <clears throat> this is not going to make me look great, but when I was in some monogamous relationships I continued my homoerotic friendships where he couldn't see and Mm -hmm. I blurred a little lines I was flirting absolutely and like shouldn't Mm -hmm. have been so I don't know that I have the best answer because I just didn't um yeah well what about your current relationship oh yeah yeah, we're talking about like monogamous but like in the non-monogamous one yeah I don't really I mean like I even was talking to my girlfriend about um this being an episode topic mm-hmm. and like I don't know we have like crushes on people all the time and mm-hmm. we like talk about it but like I've never heard her say anything that makes me feel like I'm I should be threatened for our yeah. relationship mm-hmm. and like some of it's like just funny especially I think some of it's interesting to see like what different like um attractions we have to people like sometimes she'll think certain things are like so hot about certain people that I like didn't even like ever think about it's mm-hmm. not like a turn on for me yeah um but I don't know. I don't think I'm the best person to answer just because we don't like care about. Yeah. I feel like in a monogamous relationship, uh, like I wouldn't say my friendship with Sev is homoerotic at all, but like we would get drunk and kiss sometimes, like not like make out, but like a little peck or whatever. But like, obviously now that I'm in a monogamous relationship, I don't do that out of respect for my partner. Like she doesn't want me to kiss other people. I don't want her to kiss other people. So I don't do that. Other than that, I don't really have any other like homoerotic friendships at the moment so I don't really have to navigate that I think just like respect your partner and like set those boundaries and kind of start to see that person as platonic completely if you want to keep that relationship that you're in like just in general for the I guess for this question like I would just say like boundaries are really what you need to Mm -hmm. do to navigate anything if you're going to be monogamous in that Mm -hmm. capacity or like if not even just monogamous but if you're going to be in a relationship with somebody you should know where the boundaries are and that includes are you allowed to flirt? Where's the line? Like that is conversations you should be having, mm-hmm. you know, with your partner. Yeah. So yeah. And think about where your priorities are. Is your priority this relationship or is it this like flirty friendship? Like what yeah. would you rather keep in your life long-term? <laughs> What's more important exactly. to you? Yeah. So, yeah. So this last question then says, how do I know if someone is being a flirty friend or if that's just their personality slash culture? And I think when I heard, when I saw this question, I kind of think of this guy that I used to hook up with that um, everything he said, even like to people he interacted with, like at the store or like at work, just sounded flirty just because the way he talked. And it wasn't because Mm -hmm. he was flirting with them. It was because that was just like in his nature. So like, I think that there are probably people who were like, oh my God, that guy was totally flirting with me. And like, I, that's just how he talks like on the reg. So like, how do you determine if that is just like someone's, you know, you know, those people who are just like flirts, even though they don't mean anything by it, Mm -hmm. or if they're actually trying to be your homoerotic friend. I think I'm definitely that person that's like, well, (laughs) it's, it's not that I'm a big flirt. I can flirt with anyone that I don't actually mm-hmm. yeah I'm not actually interested in yeah and I can do it well mm-hmm. so <laughs> the people that know me well enough are like oh no this is just how she acts because when she really mm-hmm. likes someone she's a fucking dork yeah she can't even get her words mm-hmm. straight you know just assume everyone's flirting with you until proven otherwise <laughs> 
that's what I oh, do. Yeah. It's worked so <laughs> for me so far. <laughs> yeah, no, I guess like my real advice for that is just like ask, like just ask them, like, hey, are you flirting with me or are you flirty? Like, what's the maybe deal you here? could be like, do you do this with everybody? Yeah, yeah. that's a fun way to that's say. A line it. That okay, Libra. Like <laughs> yeah, especially with like, like game. Yeah. <laughs> When I meet people, I'm like, how, how are you talking to all the other girls? Like, come on. Be like, tell me I'm special to you right now. <laughs> no, I'm like, I need constant. That's this, that's my Scorpio Venus. It's like my Libra's <laughs> like, oh, you just know a pickup line in my Scorpio yeah. Venus. It's like, no, I know how to get validation when I need it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Real. Um, Sorry to expose myself. <laughs> no, I'm we like, love it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I think that's it for this episode. Um, with that, go ahead, like the podcast, subscribe or follow or do whatever you do on whichever platform you're listening on. Leave us a review. We love to hear it. You can also tell us all your thoughts on social media. We're pretty much anywhere at Sapphic Survival Guide, except for Twitter, where we are at Sapphic Survival. We also have a Patreon, which is really fun. You can go ahead and um you know, subscribe there, get some bonus content, get to see our pretty little faces doing these episodes every week. And you also get access to our discord, which is full of fun, queer people just hanging out and having a good time and being friends in a big group chat. It's really fun. Uh, maybe maybe uh, you'll find a homoerotic friendship of your own. You there. can find some Aww. homoerotic friendships there, or you can find them on hot mess being hotties, but yeah, it's not my spiel. My spiel is, uh, <laughs> You could find me anywhere on social media at Lucky Sev with two Ys. And you can follow me anywhere online at The Libra including my website, thelibragina.com. And if you like Jersey Shore, you can listen to Um Hello wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can find me, Cheyenne, at Hot Mespian on pretty much any social media platform, as well as at Hot Mespian Hotties if you want to find some homoerotic friends. And with that, class is now dismissed. dismissed. <laughs> Ring, ring,